0: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. sacked by Lord. Puska keeps it, and he it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broadus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones.
1: And a happy Tuesday to everybody. This is Talking Cowboys from the Star in Frisco, Texas. I am Bill Jones and it is the final day of training camp 2019. The final training camp practice this afternoon at Ford Center and it is of course free and open to the public at 5:30 today. Your last chance to check out the Cowboys. Will they be in pads today? It should. I would That's think what so. That's I heard, too. Yep. So padded practice, and we're going to take your phone calls. We're going to take a, a big step forward here on the 2019 edition of Talking <laughs> Cowboys and see if the phone lines work.
2: New age TC. That's exactly Let's do it. it. That's right. I haven't That's taken right. calls in a while. That's right.
1: Talking Tuesday. And say hello to Caden Gates, who will be taking your phone calls
3: and... uh Brian, you got Periscope fired up? Ready to roll. They want to know, does Jeff Heath get to start at safety? and So we'll get to that question, I'm sure. <laughs> Is that Woody Woo? Woody Woo. I haven't seen Woody Woo in a while. Yeah, you ran him off. I it's, did run I'm him glad. off. I'm
1: glad. And you can tweet me at CBS 11 Bill Jones. I've got some questions from Twitter as well as we cool. can get oh, hey, into this. Cool, uh, Let's start with takeaways from yesterday. How about it? Uh, How about practice yesterday?
3: Mickey's got a list of guys. Let me I'm sure get that my are, list here. I heard him at nine twenty this morning on 105.3 going through a list of guys that were practicing. So I'm sure he'll bring us up to speed. Take you the whole segment to get through all that?
4: It will. Yeah, especially the guys that dressed and guys that didn't dress. As a matter of fact, and. Uh, So if I go down my little list here. Never little on that pad. Tony Pollard was returning kickoffs. He was the first one in line to do that. And how many
1: kickoff returns for touchdowns did he have in college? Uh, A national record-tying
4: seven. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Kerry Hyder was working with the first for a few plays. Uh, DeMarcus Lawrence and Tyrone Crawford came out and got involved in a little team action. There we go. As a matter of fact, Lawrence, and I think Crawford too, in one-on-one pass rush drill, he uh, tapped out somebody and said, I got this, I'm going. Yeah. And so he went. They put poor Jake Campos
2: against DeMarcus Lawrence.
4: (sighs) Poor Campos. That's
2: a tough matchup. By the way, Kerry Hyder with a would-be safety with the first-team defense. Just stopping Tony
4: Pollard cold. Yeah. Um, In the end zone, Michael Gallup catching deep balls, mm-hmm. continuing catching. You, you see how he's running step for step with the cornerback, and then when the ball's almost there, he speeds up and catches it. Yeah, you said on the. On, I, I,
3: it's a very good uh, eye on your part. I heard you say that this morning when the, with that morning show crew, and yeah, he does. He has an extra gear. The double. It's funny they. they was trying to carry him. The first touchdown he had, woozy was trying to carry him, and woozy knows he can't run, so he has to get hands on him. But he did get hands on him. He was able to fight through it. Again, Mickey, that was another point you made. He he's looks a lot He's not getting stronger. knocked off yeah, his routes. Is. Not getting knocked off routes. But he also has that extra gear. He has that ability to, once he gets you on your hip, and then he's able to go up the field. And, but I'll tell you what, though. Awoosie got him in that 2 minute drill. Yeah. Awoosie carried. You remember the the interception yeah. of Prescott? I mean it, it it he made Gallup stop because it, it, of how good the coverage was on that outside there. Did Dak think he had a free play there? I don't think he did. I think he no. It, it looked like to, from where he threw it in the pocket, it was just going to be a straight shot. He was going to say, oh, "I'm going to, I'm going to pick on Awuzier here." Okay. And Awoosier was so good in coverage, but Mickey's right about uh, uh, if the Michael Gallup point. I Michael thought he Gallup's was I,
4: actually. I thought he was trying to throw that away, and he didn't throw it well, away. Uh, for it was, there was a
3: play by Awuzier There was a flag
2: on the offense. Yeah. I thought maybe he thought it was defense, and yeah. I will just take a shot because there were still. What sixteen seconds left? There was time. Yeah, right. for two no, he, plays. He,
4: he was trying. He was. He was going okay. for a dagger pass. Is what he was doing. Okay. Kicker yeah. had a nice day when, mm-hmm. when they did the kicking session. He, he missed one from fifty one? though. He and did. then fifty when that's uh, not him in the two minute. Yeah. Well, the last two that he's had like that, forty
2: eight and fifty, yeah. he's missed. He was seven of eight though, and and he kicked some some
3: deep forty yarders as well. Can I yeah. circle back on Gallup with you guys yes. a little bit, yeah. just yes. real quick on the periscope. Thank you for the question. Do do they have a? Do you consider him a, a number one wide receiver,
4: a first wide receiver? Are we starting to see a one B to a one A? I see some potential there. Maybe yeah, not like this year, but eventually. Yeah. yeah,
3: I think this guy's done a really nice job of with Cooper being out that you don't feel like there's a huge drop off there. I know it's crazy to say it that way. But you watch him play. The number of plays, him coming back to the football, him making plays down the field, him making plays along the sidelines. You know, he just—we saw that with Amari Cooper, the ability to make just continuous big play after big play after big play. This guy's done that in, here in these in these, uh, in these it, practices and games.
2: Practices and games. He's been Dak's guy. I mean, who else has been kind of his go-to guy? And without Amari in there, and it showed up in the games as well. And he should have had a second touchdown in the game the other night too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and he's With running Cooper nice, Rush.
4: nice slant routes. He's catching slant passes, yeah. so it's not like he's a one-trick pony. On the deep ball that it, uh, that he beat
1: Alumba on yesterday, yeah. was that a stutter go? So this is
3: almost like a stutter go. He, yeah. he got he got past. Alumba on the jump because he walked off the line slow. The way right. to kind of play Alumba is don't let him get his hands on you a, and then kind of play him slow, and then as he stops, then you go past right. him. And it was it was a stutter. The second the stutter is what got him the separation. Right,
4: exactly. For the for what like Mickey was
3: talking about, the
4: extension he was able to it's make. It's like on the he kits the guy in his hip, yeah, and he takes off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you, know, you could
1: uh, it uh, was tweeted out on at, at Dallas Cowboys Twitter yesterday, and you can take a look at
4: it. Yeah, there, but, sure
3: could.
2: Um. You know, the other thing he said to us the other day that I thought was funny, he, his communication with Dak this year is better. It's grown, play-to-play, play, what are you thinking here? He said last year he was literally afraid to ask Dak questions as yeah. a rookie. Yeah. yeah. He said, I would ask Mike White a question about something that happened instead of going to Dak. And I, I don't know, I guess that's a normal rookie thing, but he's he's in Dak's ear a lot now in a positive way.
4: And then some new stuff See, back
1: on that. Uh, think back to you fifteen years ago. Were you afraid to go to Mickey to ask him for stuff? and you uh, went to oh no. he was at else? the kids' table. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr.
2: uh... <laughs>
4: Yeah. So you can identify
1: yeah, I with Michael Gallagher. I've, yeah. I've,
4: I've, I've got an email question here. Is it okay <laughs> if I read it? Yeah. Can I
2: get up from the table, please?
4: <laughs>
5: okay, Mickey. No, I was going
4: to say we had a few new things, too. Taco uh, with the ankle, they he was out. Uh, Lale Collins uh, had a little slight uh, tweak of his groin and didn't finish the practice, and so I'm guessing he's out for the rest of this week. And Sean Lee... Uh, they were they were thinking he was going to go, and then when he warmed up, they didn't. He didn't. Something happened. He didn't. So like you're talking about the game, it like yeah. The game, right? And they decided, okay, you, we're getting you ready for the real game. We don't need they you. And wasn't now. there yesterday? Yeah, practice. So, and he's been rehabbing that, so, right? Uh, Lyle, so a couple new things.
2: Lyle Collins thing worry you a little bit that it's a soft just, tissue thing.
3: I just reached out to somebody. I, met. I that was a Periscope question. I was trying to kind of get that uh, get ahead of the game there. Uh, yeah, these linemen. You know, it's always it's a little something here, a little something there. I, I never want my starting offensive line. I don't want any of these guys to be nicked up. But
2: yeah, I mean, I think yeah. in a situation like that, if there's anything, ten oh, days before the game, you let sure. him sit out. So sure. maybe it's you know, maybe he's it's not going to play in series. the game
3: anyway. So yeah, yeah. I, I, but
2: anytime it crops up this close to the season.
3: All right, can yeah. I ask a question with this group? And I know you guys will give me a good answer too. Are we worried about? with all these nicks and bumps and bruises kind of a thing, with this offensive line, the starters, that the backups are good enough?
4: No, the backups aren't good enough. On
2: the offensive line? Yeah. Well, I know Mickey's
4: answer about left tackle. But he he just made it across the board. I'm I'm just saying, if you had to play with four four backups out there, they're they're in trouble. Yeah. On the flip
2: side, I think there's been times in these preseason games where Cooper Rush has had some nice protection with the second-team guys. So, sure. Filo, Looney. I feel good about some of those guys. Now, I, to your point, left Cam Fleming has had his struggles at times in practicing. Well, he, he's
1: been right about so, Fleming, though, all along, I yeah. think. But, but you're, you're not going to be missing four of them. Yeah, at right. That's same what time. I'm saying. No, right. but, so, but, but, so but, so but you've got do you how have you have your, an interior but, guy. You've got Looney
3: okay. as an interior backup. How many do we have hurt? Smith, Martin. Now Collins? Yeah. You have three. 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 of the five. Three of the five. And you have a, a center that's working his way back who's mm-hmm. doing a really nice job, he, by the way. You see more and, and then, more
2: from him that you like? Oh, from, yes. From, from Travis? Yes, yeah.
3: yes. I, you know, I, I kind of was been one of those guys that's saying he's teaching himself how to play football again because of the motor skill stuff that he had to do. It's coming along
4: nicely there. You know what? And, and then in that game um, Saturday, if you go back and watch what he was doing, he was seeing things yes. so much better. He yeah. was knowing where to go and where to turn and where to screen off. And uh, I just thought he was he was back on his game. Yeah, and you can see how even an experienced
1: player it takes time to get back yeah. into the flow and where it like the game slows down for you again. Yeah, yeah. that That's sort of it. thing. Uh, what did you see from Byron Jones? Uh, just some limited work. I think he went in after he did, he did. some individual yeah. Yeah. stuff. Yeah. So when he was out there. I individual the, stuff. The yeah. most
2: encouraging thing about it, sorry Brian no, is, go ahead. is that they had this on track to the day all along. To the day. Last week of preseason, get him in there, get him doing some limited stuff, which tells us he's he's on track for week one. And taking him off a of pup, that takes you gives you Takes away the option to put him on reserve pup if something he had a setback or something. So it tells me I think he's he's going to be good to go.
3: Yeah, I, I watched him in he, even pre-practice when they were doing a uh, they were doing that fumble drill. They were practicing protecting the football or trying to knock the ball loose, and he was over there working. Uh, gosh, I forgot who he was working. He was working with might have been with Anthony Brown over there. But they were working with routes against each other and just kind of their steps and stuff like that. That part of me looked pretty smooth, pretty fluid. Uh, I noticed when he was stretching, though, when they got on the ground and were doing some of the hip stuff, he wanted no part of that. He was. I think he's got his own idea. Like, okay, I, I'm not going to do this, but I can do this. So, but but out there watching him move around, I, I didn't think there was anything that was like alarming. That, okay, he's he's now he's walking over to Britt Brown and going, man, this is not right. Something's not going. So, so do you think,
1: uh, given he would have two weeks to prepare in practice for, and and not a full practice yesterday. Uh, that he would be able – how much of a dose can he get against the Giants um, the first week, you think?
3: Well, you know what, the good thing about it is if you want to talk about MVPs of positions, these cornerbacks have done a heck Mm -hmm. of a job. So if Byron Jones has any kind of discomfort out there against the Giants, and I need to sit down and look at who the Giants are playing at receivers. I know they don't have a number 13 out there anymore. So some Sterling you know, Shepard may yeah. or may not be back. Yeah, there him, you I go. Guess. So how you know can you can you get by with having a golden play? tate suspended? Yeah. I feel like you have to you have to go out there, you have to see what kind of he can do in practices and stuff. They'll full pad practice next Wednesday. We know that. Garrett loves to do that. He'll do it for about ten weeks that they let him do it every Wednesday. They'll full pad him up. And uh, you know, if he can go out there and, and he plays well and they, they do some one on one stuff or he feels comfortable in coverage, I I you know, go ahead and play him. But in your mind, at least you know that you have guys behind him that if something were to happen, uh, he, they will be okay. They, they will not be compromised by the group they have to play with if they have to.
4: Or even if even if nothing happens, they might give him a break on yeah. a series here or a exactly. series there. That's what I'm thinking. Because I don't think he goes happen. out and plays like 65 pull. snaps no, right. right off the bat. I agree.
3: He's a hell of a
4: player, though. And
3: that
1: probably was a game plan going along. Yeah. Um, as Rob said, you want to get him back in for sure because you're not going to pup him to start the season unless he had a setback. and Not an option of doing that now. But the game plan might have been all along, okay, we, we gradually ease him in. And like Brian says – they have to
4: feel very good about where their secondary yeah. is right now. And most, they've trained those guys to be interchangeable. They, they, yeah, every, every, every snap Lewis, they are. They're they doing, either – one's outside, one's inside, and they'll switch it, and the other guy's outside, and the other guy goes inside. Just so. got a word about Collins.
3: Everything should be okay with him. No problems there. They're
2: just not taking a chance. They're just them. not that's taking what a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: that's good yeah. to hear.
2: Yeah. Um, most impressive position group in training camp? The corners? I, they might they, have my vote.
3: They've made life very difficult for Dak Prescott and
2: the secondary in general. Yes, yeah, Dak yes. has never really had anything easy in these practices. He is not. And, I mean, and,
3: and when he makes a good throw, it's because someone has run a really good route and they've managed to separate. And he's made a really good throw because they've thrown some contest They've they've made him have to throw contested balls. And I think that might be the best thing that's happened to Dak Prescott in a, in, a, in training camp. If you you can talk about. All the things that John Kitten has done with him, the fact that this secondary and this pass rush, this pass rush affected him too. I mean, they're not allowed to hit him, but you see blue jerseys flashing around you and you know you have to throw the ball and you got guys on the outside that are driving on the ball. That this was a good camp for Dak Prescott to see a defense that in the way they're practicing right now has got. They've got it on lockdown right now, as far as uh, as going into the season. I think they're on the way up. When what I've seen from
4: this defense, well, just look at the touchdown pass he threw. Yeah, that guy was covered. Right. Gallup was covered in right. the end zone, and right. he fit it right in there with a right. the guy right on his hip. Well, he th- after extending the play himself.
3: Well, yeah. he, he, well, I'm talking about and also in the practices though. I'm talking about the practices he's had to deal with. Yesterday. Randall Cobb ran a great route on the goal line to separate from Jordan Lewis, and he fit the ball between a safety and Lewis coming back. So, you know, I mean, that's in practice. If you have to fit balls into tight windows – in the red zone, that's that's a good thing right there.
2: And you wrote about Dak moving to his left and throwing off that, from his left. That's money. So money. That, that was the Giants game at the end of the
3: season last year. The
2: best throw I've ever seen him make.
3: I've never seen a quarterback throw to his left as well as this guy does. And I'm not talking about a left-handed quarterback like Michael Vick that used to run to his left and throw. A right, right-handed t- quarterback running. How about Favre? Favre was really – Favre had the ability to uh, – Favre didn't have the ability to— Flipping the hips and being able to do it. Not as quickly as Dak. Dak does a great job of generating so much power. I think with Favre, it was more arm talent. Mm -hmm. With Dak, he's able to flip his hips to generate the power to get the ball gone.
1: All right, we're going to take your phone calls and take your questions from Periscope when we continue on Talking Cowboys in just a moment.
6: It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com.
0: It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox
4: Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing
3: a crowded parking lot with a Frito-Pie.
0: When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeerdealer.com/slash football.
7: Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river
6: of ice cool Dr. Pepper, roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it, upside down, like a fishing lure in the wind. Twenty-three flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You! You! Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave.
5: Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Back
0: to Talking Cowboys.
1: Talking Cowboys continues here from the star in Frisco on the final day of training camp 2019. Brian brought What do you got there on Periscope?
3: Well, I'm just kind of looking through some right. Periscope questions as we speak. Uh, do you think that they want to know about Joe Thomas? They're asking about Joe Thomas. Do you think you'll see more playing time than Sean Lee? Uh. With the healthy Sean Lee, or if Sean's out? I think it's probably with
2: the,
1: you know, just, just overall, overall just, just the whole, overall. I think uh, when it's all said and done, Joe Thomas will probably get more playing time. You're predicting Sean Lee's going to get hurt? No, I'm just saying that in general, that's a whole linebacking core. You you just There's going to be in, there could be injuries across the board. You never know. Okay, uh, I think if Sean oh, I'm his including snaps. special teams in there too. Okay. Well, the question
3: okay. the question was asked about Sean, but yeah, I mean that that's the assumption that Sean's going to hurt because if Sean's healthy, Sean's playing. That that's, I, that's, that's I I'm just
1: saying Joe Thomas is going to have more snaps because he's going to be on special teams.
4: Just add it all together. Cute. Okay, you're going to see him like on the that. field. Well,
6: board,
1: yeah, yeah, he'll
4: be on every special exactly. team. Exactly.
1: So. <laughs> He's going to be on the field more. So that's probably 20 snaps a game right there. <laughs> there you go. And the, the Sam linebacker's getting about 12. That's, right? that's a good point, uh, yeah, too. I mean, they, I open, mean, they opened up in the, lot other, of the other, the other day. day. Yeah, the other day, if Sean was playing in the game the other day, when was he getting on the field? Yeah. Because they were in nickel he, every play. Unless yeah. he worked with the seconds. Uh-huh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, let's go to Harold in Michigan. Oh, wow, this is the leadoff hitter on the phone line for the entire season. Harold in Michigan, make it a good one.
7: Hi, guys, thanks for taking my call. Hey, I had an idea. I tried to get around the salary cap, and I want you guys to shoot down the idea and tell me why I'm wrong. Um, just follow along. First of all, is it true that the the coaches on the staff, they're, they're – they're, um, salary doesn't affect the salary cap.
4: True. Yeah.
7: And um, is it true that you you can have any number of uh, coaches on the staff?
3: Yeah, whatever you want. Okay, he's going to pay a player as a coach is what he's going to do. Is that my right?
7: Let's let's take um, an example the Elliott situation, for example. Um, Let's say Elliott wants a certain dollar amount and the Cowboys want a certain dollar amount. And there's a difference. If they just sit down with Zeke and tell him that... Bill Russell. Um, player coach. will sign, sign Zeke to a, to a uh, contract that's salary cap friendly. Um,
1: the answer friendly. is no, you can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> no, you can't do it.
7: <laughs> so friendly for them. And then um, tell Zeke after his career is over... Give him a coaching job for that difference in pay that he wanted. Bill
2: Russell yeah. style player yeah. coach, but okay. No, but you not You don't want
1: to. He he doesn't see any of that money in for five years. Yeah.
7: Well, it's ten but it's years. Like, no, it's whenever a, his career is over. Correct. I think there's a lot like, of trust there like that he's gonna do that.
3: Pay. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't do that. All right, Harold. Is, is Thank there a you.
7: Reason, reason
3: why? Yeah, there's a reason why because you, they're not going to do that. They're not. To me, it's not. They're not going to. You can defer money. Here's you can a, defer money, but you can't. You can't do it the way of. Masking it as a coach, but here's an example. Here's, an example. here's an example is uh, how
1: closely they monitor player salaries. Players can't even get paid for the, by the team to do a talk show in this studio exactly. right here, exactly as extra money, yeah, which you is unrelated to football. The team cannot pay them to do that. Transportation even is right. looked
3: at. You know, if they go pick up, you know, if, you know, if they go pick up somebody and the transportation costs it's kind of like the ncaa that's yeah. right yeah but no. like they salary salary it a yeah. lot
4: closer than the ncaa yeah. does like yeah. if they sign if they sign zeke on saturday and he was still in cabo jerry can't go pick him up on yeah. his plane and have him here by and if they were found guilty Sunday. of these
1: charges they'd lose a draft pick you yeah. want to lose a exactly.
4: first round draft pick yeah okay that
1: was uh, one way to start off our uh. calls <laughs>
3: You know, I I appreciate. That was good. Box somebody's thing. thinking. Uh, yeah, you know, think thinking
1: outside get, the box, trying to get this is. thing done, man. Yeah, whatever you know?
3: whatever it takes. But yeah, you just you can't. I mean, the, there's rules around that. I mean, somebody on Periscope talked about did the Minnesota Timberwolves try and do this. Did they get? Rob, you're the basketball guy on the set. Mm-hmm. Did the Timberwolves try to do this with uh, kind of uh, work around the salary cap with Kevin something? Garnett or
2: Kevin something? Kevin McHale? Yes, yeah. and they got. They got stripped to find a lot, stripped
3: draft draft picks. picks.
4: They lost first-round picks and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Let me introduce Emmett Smith, our new running back coach, and he's making
3: $10 million
2: (laughs) as an
4: assistant. Trying to
3: think of our headline
2: would be (laughs) Zeke signed slash to be OC in 2026.
4: (laughs) No, I think he wants his money now. He does. Yeah. I'm sure he does. And he and does. You
3: does. know, Bobby Bonilla gets a check what, every July, July, July Fourth or yeah. 4th,
4: somewhere right around. He gets a million there. dollars every year. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that was the problem with baseball's deal. Yeah. All right. Uh, I've got you something try, on Twitter. Well, I was I was thinking try about one trying here. another
1: phone call. Go ahead. and Go ahead and right. try. All right. That's good. Our Come number, on, number two hitter from Buffalo is Tim Boston. 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 I can't read my own writing. Tim
3: in Boston, a big Red Sox fan. <laughs> give me that Give me that accent, Tim.
7: That, that's right. Yeah, Buffalo. Oh, my God. That's, ah, that's really less for us. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. No problem. Hey, one quick question is, they're talking about the depth that we've had. Brian's talked about, you know, our twos and threes looking better in the preseason. Yes. And, and you know, we're really excited about the depth, finally. With cutdowns looming, do you see the possibility and I understand the risks that are associated with this, but do you see the possibility of them trading any potential players for, say, uh, you know, a giraffe commodity, you know, moving down the road? Um, you know, I'll hang up and take your call. Like I said, I'm just trying to think. I've heard of Charlton a little bit. Sure. Uh, you know, versus the 92 there, pretty much the same guy, do you you see the Cowboys doing anything like that? And, again, I understand the risks associated with getting rid of some about of, uh, that. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks so much. Thanks,
3: Appreciate great that. Great call. You know what? I, I, I'm I all for anything you could do. If you're going to let players go, I can't tell you how many days I spent on final cutdowns calling every NFL team trying to go through and just trade guys. You mean like, hey, we're going to cut guys, trade guys. But, you know, the, the thing when you actually have debt, that the thing I didn't have back then was I didn't have the right players. I didn't have the right type of players, and they, they do have some of the right type of players. Now, I don't know if it's trading Taco, because Mickey will tell you if you trade Taco, you're going to take a $3 million cap hit. But I've also been told don't be surprised because they're, they're talking about releasing him. So don't, don't you know, even if it's a $3 million hit, I'm hearing some um, some whispers now about that's in consideration. So keep an eye on that. But also, if you have some guys that have some value to them, then yeah, it's it makes it a little bit easier to trade. It makes it absolutely. People are like, listen, I don't want to have to fight somebody to go through waivers uh, to to get this guy, and uh, maybe my wa- my waiver spot is not good enough to get that guy. So yeah, if you have talent, go for it. You know, if you can make it work, go for it. But I, I like
4: Tim said, I don't think you want to also
3: uh, limit the depth that you have as well.
4: I think if you're if you know you're getting rid of a guy then you can dangle them out there and sure. try to get something for him for just what Brian and said you yeah. want to make you, you want to make it appear that you're going to keep yeah, the guy yes. but if if it's somebody you want to keep and you're going well you know what i can trade that guy and this guy can take his place i, right. don't, I don't go for that right cuz then you get yourself in trouble you might be taking a lesser player so right. if you know you're cutting a guy sure why not but don't trade the guy just to open up a spot for somebody what else
1: what if you have a draft pick who you think is going to be a better football player than the guy that you're wanting to trade and that draft pick let's say he's a fifth rounder and he might you've got an abundance of players and then his initials might a, be JJ yeah, I'm or just, something i just that's just a just saying. hypothetical MJ? here MJ JJ yeah, yeah. and uh, and that way you you move that player to create that roster spot for the fifth round rookie who would have a hard time yeah, well, I think I mean, really or works.
2: Or you can just – we talked about this yesterday – or you can just go heavier at defensive line and you don't keep six receivers. You know, maybe you just kind of – Sure. Because I'm kind of with Mickey, like I – especially – you know, the last time they did this, I think they traded Treverius Ward, the corner, to Kansas City, but they mm-hmm. got a player back. And, and so yeah, that's they what they you're looking you. for. You're looking yeah. for
1: something where you can, if you need an, a backup offensive lineman, you're looking at other rosters saying, okay, there's what was it, Parker Ellinger, however you yeah. pronounce his right, last right, name right, last year? Right. There's Kansas City's got an abundance of offensive linemen. We got a, an abundance of corners. Let's make yeah. that swap. Right. How'd that, that
3: work out? Well, that
2: makes more sense. Worked out than, well for
3: Kansas City.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they made <laughs> a good trade. That uh-huh. makes
2: more Sense than just getting a pick back because right. you've always got I mean, I, you know I'm not, the I don't, picks
4: come uh, next month yeah yeah now you you need to fill in if you think you you're short somewhere mm-hmm. and because really people aren't giving up picks right now because you're going to release the guy you know? as it, much it, as much a, as they right, talk about the depth on the offensive line. That, that's where if I could pick it, somebody up, Mickey is
3: not wrong there. If I if I was going to hunt for somebody for if if I was going to take one of my defensive linemen or take one of my corners or take somebody of value, I'm going to get me a quality offensive lineman. Which I'm not Tackle. Tackle. Yes, yes. Yes. I'm getting me a tackle. I feel like you're okay with Joe Looney and now with Connor McGovern practicing sure. again. I feel like I'm going to be okay inside. But Mickey has been on this since day one, and he's absolutely right. The offensive tackle situation at the backup spot here it could very well kill this team in a game. I'm just uh, – he's not wrong. I mean, he, I'm not saying he said that. I said that. So, uh, you know, if if I could find a – Twenty-seven or twenty-eight-year-old offensive tackle that's maybe played a couple years in this league that I got some tape on, much like I was able to evaluate a Kerry Hider or a Christian Covington kind of a guy that I know could come in here and play and not get me hurt. I mean, hurt like losing a game hurt. You know, like you know, Chaz, like Chaz Green, Green, Green hurt. hurt. Yeah. So I, I I am, you know, I I if you're gonna if I'm gonna if I'm gonna give them quality guys. Yeah. I'm getting quality back. I, it's not like I'm not going to make one of those trades where it's like, oh wait, I just gave you a guy that's going to play 14 that's, games for you, and I'm and I got a guy that's you know not going to play any. Cause that's what I'm
2: saying. That's what I was saying earlier. Is I don't talking draft picks. Like there's always a place where you could probably improve. You know, so sure. don't give me a draft pick. Give me somebody that can help me if I need somebody in a certain pinch. Throughout the season, help me go win a Super Bowl.
4: Or or I would take a guy that I could groom as a potential tackle. Because I don't think they have any young guy right now that you would say, okay, I'm going to work with him. He's going to be my next tackle.
3: They they need to throw all those young guys on practice squad they got and let them practice and let them get stronger. And then and then okay, you're if I'm gonna if I'm gonna trade a good guy for good, now maybe I won't need maybe I only need one of those guys down the road. But I'm protecting myself. If, if I'm going to put a good guy out there, I'm going to get a good guy back. Mickey's right about that. Go get a good quality guy that you can develop. And, and, but to me, guys, that's going to ha- that guy might have to play. That, if that guy's better than Cam Fleming, then I'm playing the guy that's better than Cam Fleming.
1: I'm seeing some talk, on, and we need to take a break. So real quick, have you heard anything on who's a free agent out there, Jeremy Parnell? I have
3: not heard anything on Jeremy Parnell at all. I know. Is that Mickey? Re- <laughs> <laughs> is that
2: a bad
4: yes.
3: hum?
2: or Okay. okay. He had, I mean, he I know he started for Jacksonville, Jacksonville, and I know he
4: got better, but they didn't is, want him anymore.
2: Brian would know better than any of us, but this is as hard a position to fill as it. Exactly. Done. This I mean, is why, this why I go long.
4: This is why
3: Rob said it, five wide receivers, Bring it on because I cannot find offensive or defensive
4: lineman during the year. I'm sorry, I just it's can't hard, do it. Man. I can't do it. And that's the bot that that's the bottom line on these other leagues. Yeah, they don't have enough offensive linemen to play real football.
1: Which is why the Alliance of American Football shut down operations three weeks before the end of the season. That was the they worst didn't have part any, about any it. Any tackles. All right, we continue with more talking Cowboys in a moment.
6: It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com.
4: It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The
6: OtterBox that builds those crazy
4: protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof
0: When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeerdealer.comslash football.
7: Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river
6: of ice cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it, upside down, like a fishing lure in the wind. Twenty-three flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You! You! Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave.
5: Back
0: to Talkin' Cowboys.
4: So you know how we talk about deadlines and maybe deadlines will help the Cowboys get Ezekiel Elliott signed in time for that season opener? Well, Jack Black has a deadline tonight. 11.59 p.m. Central Time. That Pick 5 for the Road offer expires. So you're on the clock right now. Use the code PICK5 and you get five free, deluxe size, travel-friendly samples with your $65-plus purchase. Go to getjackblack.com, and time's running out.
1: Very good there, It's a good Mickey. read, Mick. Thanks. Don't miss your chance to see the Cowboys live at AT&T Stadium. The season opener, Sunday, September 8th, a 325 kickoff as they take on the Giants. Get your tickets now at dallascowboys.com. Periscope anything going? or
4: Nope, go they're, argue, they're arguing with each other. Oh, I love that part of social media.
1: That when oh, they argue
4: I, with me when they yeah, argue they, with each other. We appreciate yeah. them out there. They, go argue, ahead. they argue with each other out yeah, there all do. the time. Have at it. Yep. A lot of people watching? A lot of
1: people watching. All right. Brian in Waco is watching or listening. and Brian in Waco, you're next up here on Talking Cowboys.
7: Hey, thanks for taking my call, Bob. I really appreciate it. How are okay, you? Today? You're welcome.
0: <laughs> you're welcome. <you're... laughs>
3: Bill? <laughs> Bob? What Bill? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's All right, let's go to <laughs> <two>. <laughs> no, well, call, no, You know what's so funny about this? And, 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 <laughs> hey, no offense, Brian. No offense here, but no, I'm still here. You know it's funny about <laughs> this. We've taken two calls and it's just been. And, 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 I love and, that we're, call. And, we're, and, we're, and we're trying so hard. <laughs> that first call, was <laughs> that great we, man. We're trying so hard to to like to do this the right way. and We're just struggling so bad, and it hey, makes it, it makes, it's makes it's you want to think. can we do this anymore? Okay, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead,
7: Ben. I'm sorry. It's like I'm sorry. It's like an old talking cowboy joke at this point. Oh no, yes, you're Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Um, So actually, my um, my question sort of is in uh, regards to Michael Gallup and uh, Amari Cooper. Sure. Um, How would how would you guys compare, sort of maybe the ceiling or I guess uh, potential that these two have compared to um, what Dez and Terrence had from you know a few years back? Mm. Um, My 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 personal opinion is I think Michael, um, I think Gallup has a much higher ceiling than Terrence. Uh, I don't know if Amari can ever get to kind of what Dez got to in his prime and everything, but um, I think they're a much better, I guess, solid combination of the two. And uh, I would just love to know your thoughts on you that. Know, it, it's, I appreciate you guys. All right, man. Oh,
1: thanks. Um, it's interesting uh, comparing Gallup and Terrence Williams because they they were drafted at almost exactly the same spot in the draft, both yeah. in the third round.
2: And Terrence's time here didn't end on a great note, you know. But he he was productive when he was here overall. Michael Gallup's a more explosive wide receiver than Terrence more Williams More complete. Was. Yes, yes. And I, I don't know how you want to compare Dez at his – at his height compared to Omari at his height. But Omari's a very quarterback friendly receiver in terms of route running and things like that. Um, I think he's got a chance to be better, the duo combined than those two. Oh, absolutely.
3: Yeah. Because I, I think I think you you were onto
2: something. Did you say this, Brian? I think Gallup's got a chance to be like in that echelon of number one quality yeah, receivers. Yeah,
4: you have a one right there, yeah. And, and, and his his upside will be more than – I think Terrence Williams yeah. was kind of limited in how far he was going to go. With this kid and his – what we've seen, the jump, his route running is going to be better than Terrence Williams. And Easily. And f- from Dez and Amari, Amari's more complete all-round receiver than Dez was. He won't make maybe the spectacular catches or the the runs that people are scared to tackle him once he gets going the way Dez got going, but I just think from a complete receiver, he you can do more with Amari than you could with Dez, and that's not to take anything away from Dez. The no, guy he was set amazing. the record yeah. for touchdowns in this franchise, and there's been some pretty good receivers here, by the way.
3: You know what, I? to me... I both really great points by both guys. I think, to me, if you want to know the biggest difference between Dez and Amari Cooper is the routes. It's, it's, the, it's the how do you separate. Dez had to make a lot of plays that were contested plays. Amari Cooper finds ways to separate to get himself open. And I think that's the thing that, to me, was, is the most impressive. I think that Mickey's right. The physicality that Dez Bryant played with ball in hand uh, is probably a little bit better a run after catch, though, is again part of it. Dez was so physical, but Amari Cooper's got that same time, same kind of toughness with ball in hand. Never have not seen Amari Cooper have red zone success like Dez Bryant had, you know. And that's going up and playing a vertical side of the game. Uh, I think Mari is really one of those guys that catches it on the move. Dez was more of a vertical. When I mean vertical, a the way he played in the air, going to get the ball. Hands very similar, I think. You know, very similar. Both strong-handed guys. Both will snatch the ball. Uh, both can secure the ball. But I think the biggest difference between the two is the is the actual getting open, the routes. And I think that's where that's where to me that the big difference. But uh, Michael Gallup is is it, it's not even close between him and Terrence. It, it's just not. And you know, Michael Gallup is. You know the thing about the thing about uh, Terrence Williams. Terrence is kind of a sneaky player, kind of like you know, kind of kind of slippery. You know, catch the ball, but never a good catcher of the football. Body mm-hmm. catcher. We all talked about what a body catcher he was. Michael Gallup will snatch the football. He will extend his hands and catch it, and he has confidence in his hands, and he can go get that football. And I don't think that they always had that with uh, with Terrence Williams. So if you had to give the nod to both those guys, the current. Receiver group is better than what the current than the, the the former receiver group was.
1: And then, how about the duration of a career? Okay, getting Amari Cooper when they did at age twenty four. I mean, you look at Des, and he was basically done by thirty. Okay? Right. Demarius Thomas, who was taking the same draft, same amount the, of money too, and yeah, and and same time yeah. his career basically the same same right. way. Right. You know. Um, so you're getting Cooper, where you've got six years until he reaches age 30, you know, dating back to last year.
3: Yeah, if you can get Dak Prescott, I'd love to have seen Amari. I mean, I think Dak Prescott's capable of throwing touchdown passes. We've seen it. I mean, not at the the rate of a Tony Romo type of a, you know, I look. I think that it's it's going to be. You know, Amari Cooper does such a great job of getting Opie, so quarterback friendly, and and you know, if you six years and six years of Dak Prescott, let's see. Let's see. You know, I mean, he he might be the he might be the thing that the, the exact thing. And I guess last year we saw that he was mm-hmm. the exact thing that Dak Prescott needed. You know, he needed somebody that could separate, catch it, and go.
2: And you can line him up anywhere,
3: yeah. across the
2: formation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was just a game changer for him. And now, you, and we haven't mentioned Randall Cobb. You throw in Randall Cobb as those top three guys. Beasley again, highly productive player when he was here. But we've talked about. It. I think Cobb brings a little bit of the run after catch element. You you put those three together, and I think it's it's. It's a really talented group. Really
3: talented group.
4: And it's always nice to have a happy wide receiver. Randall Cobb's happy to be here. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think that Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb to me is a pro's pro. I think wherever he shows up, I mean, I think Randall Cobb loves playing football. And 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 you know what though? But I think it's good to see. I think these young receivers, and I'm talking about the young receivers that potentially could make this team, the Smiths, you know, the guys, Wilsons. It's good to see a guy like. Like Randall Cobb practice, because Randall Cobb will go out there and practice hard. Mm. You know that's the great thing about a Michael Irvin. Those guys go out there and practice hard. Dez Bryant go out there and practice hard. You know you get you get you get to some of these uh, Michael Gallup. You see a guy go out there and practice. I mean you watch the you know him practice pra- practice hard. Those are
4: great examples of how to carry yourself and be a pro at wide receiver. And, I mean all you got to do is see Cobb go out there. When they're doing their punt return drills, and he's a nine-year veteran, and he's working his butt off to make those coverage guys break down and stop him, like he's darting back and forth. And nine-year guys don't do that. No, own Nine-year guys are like they're on the sideline ha- sipping a coke. And you know? how huge is it
1: to have wide receivers who
3: are bright? Pepsi is better, Mickey.
1: How, yes. how huge is it to have wide receivers? Like this core of wide receivers, they seem to be bright, smart. They're going to
3: be on the same page with a quarterback. I love the guy that's teaching them, though. Sanjay. I, think, I think the yeah. guy that's teaching them – I mean, he's one of those guys I'm kind of scared to talk to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because he kind of looks at you like, "What kind of stupid question is that?" <laughs> It'll give <laughs> you a great answer. No, no, he will. Yeah. It'll give you a great answer if you ask the right question. Yeah. And I guess that's most people. But there's certain coaches I could walk up and talk to and feel like I can BS with and kind of have a back and forth. I don't. He has, I don't, a, he
1: has a quiet demeanor. About he, him. he
3: will look
4: right through you, like. What? But that's good. He looks at you.
3: No, no, mm-hmm. he does. He looks mm-hmm. at you. And, and I, you know, I, I asked. I asked him about this whole thing with Gallup. I says, "Is Gallup buying in?" He goes. What do you mean, buying in? <laughs> it's my job to teach him. He doesn't have to buy in. I'm teaching him. And I went, you know what? You're damn right about that. You're teaching him. You yeah, know, that's And, good.
4: and, and, and here's, okay a, and here's a, a good example of all this, too, is that first play uh, Saturday night where Dak threw the ball one place and Gallup yep. went yeah. somewhere else, yeah. and, and then Gallup comes back and they start talking about, well, now, where, where did I make a mistake yeah. or did you throw it wrong? And I don't know. What was the answer? <sighs> It looked like Dak was expecting him to settle in, and he kept running. Mm-hmm. That's it, what it right. looked like to me. Because bad, the yeah. bad, bad I, pass. W- I've never seen a pass that – it was five yards off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and he, he just doesn't do that. That was just a bad pass on his part. So, All right. But it was good that they talked, so they understood. They sure do. He's and not that, afraid that, to talk to him anymore. And that's what, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, right. He could ask yeah. a question. All right.
1: Thanks for joining us here for Talking Cowboys. Absolutely.